Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. You are now listening to. All right, gentlemen. Let's let's get into the the second discussion, guys. Next week, SEC uh, league leaders will gather in Destin uh, for their annual spring meetings. And one of the topics that they'll be discussing, discussing, which will be kind of a kind of a hot button issue, is the new SEC scheduling model. Now, they had a a firm um, kind of suggested them possible scenarios that they can do, and this is this is once Oklahoma and Texas join the league, and they've narrowed it down to two potential models and this ultimately will determine how many conference games will be played uh starting i believe 2025 or 2026 i believe uh so here are the two options that have been discussed you guys may have read all about it already but here are the two options that we have here you have the three and six model which is kind of pod-esque But the SEC under this model will move to a nine-game league format. Each program will have three teams that it will play every season. The remaining teams will rotate through the other six games. So almost you'll pretty much have three locked-in rivalry games, and then the other six games will rotate under this model. Or... You plug you go to the one and seven model, which SEC the SEC will stay with its current eight game league format. And you will only get one rivalry game, and the other remaining seven games will rotate. So there's different ways of looking at this. Of course, if you go to the three and six model, that's just more money for ESPN, more money for the conference because you're playing an extra conference game, which will definitely be televised there. So ESPN would love nothing more than to go three and six, but we also understand the advantages of the one and seven, especially for someone like Auburn. So I want to ask you guys just individually, what are your thoughts on this and what model do you prefer? Treat your boys. Chill Boys Underwear is designed for maximum comfort with enough space to keep you cool, calm, and comfortable. Chill Boys underwear will help you keep the boys close, uh, not too close. When the game is on the line, you won't break a sweat with Chill Boys underwear. Whether it's left boy, right boy, or both boys, Chill Boys provides your boys comfort like you've never felt. Visit chillboys.com and use code RAPPORT, that's R-A-P-P-O-R-T, and get 15% off of your order. Maximize your chill with Chill Boys. 
what model do you prefer? I'll start with you, Ike. Um, I mean, so I am partial to our, I, even though it's a tough schedule, I'm partial to our rivalry with both Bama and Georgia. So I wouldn't want to lose that because I like the satisfaction of beating one of those teams, if not both. So I would I would lean in that direction, even though it means we would end up having a tough schedule every single season. Uh, so three and six is the one that I think would be more appealing to the tradition that we're used to at Auburn because we've we already you know the A man corner or whatever it was called. I thought it was what it, what it was called. Corner. It's A man corner. We already lost that right, and so like moving it to the one and seven model means that now the only thing we'd have left is the Iron Bowl, right? So like the Deep South's oldest rivalry goes away. I, I just don't think our permanent rival would be Georgia, right? I mm. think it's going to be Bama. Oh, right. for, sure. Um, for sure. So you lose another tradition or you don't play that tradition every year. You know, you rotate through it. Like, so there's going to be years where you don't play that game likely. I think three and six lets us maintain our rivalries better. So that's the only reason I would go in that direction. Okay. My question, my follow-up question for you, Ike, is you named Bama and you named Georgia. Who's the, other, the third team? Um, I don't know, man. Like I again, there there are teams that I really despise, like LSU that I enjoy beating, right? Like when there's a lot of satisfaction in beating them. Um, and so, you know, that's definitely appealing to to have that in there. But again, that's just opting for a tough game every single year. Um I think it makes the most sense to try to find the ones that are the geographically closest. So it's probably a Mississippi or um, a Tennessee team Mm -hmm. that would make the most sense to to, uh, from the geographic standpoint, Um, because when you start looking at the economics of travel and all that sort of thing, that that's what makes sense. Um, So I I really don't care who the third team is, to be honest. Um, You know, whoever it is, or just somebody somebody else who we going to beat. Okay. Hmm. B? Which one are you leaning towards? I'm with Ike. I like the three and six for the same reasons. I don't want the the rivalry with Georgia to end when we've been getting it handed to us so frequently in the last twenty years. That don't that don't sit right with me. If we were to get rid of LSU as a permanent opponent, now that we've broken that away curse, cool. You know, it's great. We beat them at home pretty regularly, and we had uh, a bit of a streak losing there. We just broke that streak. Perfect time to break away from LSU. So I don't mind losing them. Um, our rivalry with them wasn't really much of a – it wasn't quite as contentious, except for the fact that they're terrible fans. So, I mean, they, right. their rivalry that's, you know, that's, that's the only reason I had a that's, lot of I mean, that's, yeah. their fans. Yeah. You, you I mean, want to see their fans lose. I mean, that's it. But that has more to do with them being terrible fans than there being some deep-seated, something's at stake every season type thing with LSU. We just don't have that with them. Um, so I'm cool with losing LSU. And even though Vandy would be a snooze of a game, I would take a gimme. Please, can we have <laughs> a gimme? Thank you. I would love to have Vandy on the schedule every year. You know what I'm saying? We, I don't know how we play two of the three best teams in college football and and never get any leeway when it comes to who we play from the East. So this, I don't want to say this fixes that. But you know what? Fine. You know, let's take that gimme. I, I like that schedule. I like three and six. I like nine conference games. It makes me wonder, though, would everybody still continue to book a power five out of conference game? No. If you've got nine on the schedule. Now, yeah, I, think, I, I think I think you lose your your Florida, Florida States. Right. Um, South Carolina, South Clemson, Carolina, Clemson, Georgia, Georgia. You lose those games if you go to a nine. I don't a, a nine. 
a three and six model? The only reason I don't think so is because those universities, I'm sure, count on that revenue and that excitement and that game getting on TV. Yeah, but they're going to pick up that revenue from an, another SEC matchup. Right. Mm. So, right. Yeah. yeah. Like, We're right. saying that, but what if you replace Florida State as Florida with, I don't know, now Mizzou is one of your permanent. Well, that's like, that's not exciting. But see, that wouldn't make a lot of sense, though. Like, they would have to have, so it, let, let's, the, the problem, so, because I've seen a lot of models of what people think the permanent three should be, right? So, the ones that, so, of course, Georgia, Georgia Tech, you lose that one. Clemson, South Carolina, Florida, Florida State. Um, Kentucky, are, are Louisville. The, Kentucky, Louisville. Kentucky, Louisville. Kentucky, like, yep. th- Those are the big ones that you end up losing. Now, Kentucky, Louisville, even though that's a rivalry, like, let's be real. Like, Kentucky is, is a much better program than Louisville these days. It's a basketball um, rivalry, and they're just kind of doing this because. Right. Yeah. Um, right. So, Florida, you're going to have to give them Georgia. Likely LSU, that's a pretty big game for them every year. And then... I don't know who their third team is going to be. Maybe Tennessee. That you know that that seems like that's a a good contentious matchup. South Carolina is going to be the tough one mm-hmm. because I don't know who South Carolina really hates besides Georgia in the SEC. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know. I'd have to ask a South Florida. Carolina fan. Yes, they like, hate Florida. The whole like, I, I don't Spurrier know. was there. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think the Spurrier thing definitely gave some 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 additional juice to that rivalry. But like, is it still there? Like, I don't know. Yeah, like I don't know who the other team. Like, I think we have a more contentious rivalry with South Carolina these days than some of these other teams do. Yeah. yeah. Sure. So I don't know. I don't know who you replace Clemson with on their schedule. Like that's right. the, like, like that's a tough one. Right. For me, that's the right. toughest one to get over. Mm. So, Mike. You were on. You were on locked on Auburn. Mm. You gave your thoughts for those who haven't checked that out. Shout out to Blackerby. Which one do you favor? Um, I'm a little torn. Three and seven. I kind of get. I just man, six. it's brutal. Or three and six. I'm sorry. I just think it's brutal having to play Alabama and Georgia every single year. Um, I think that the only one that I really care to keep is Bama on the schedule. And then get some kind of clean rotation between the others um, so that we're not stuck with the crappy schedule. It's hard enough already, as it is. Uh, the SEC West has been like a mini division of the NFL for such a long time. Uh, if we're going to do three and seven or three and six, we absolutely have to have Vanderbilt. You need that's the cupcake. Guaranteed bottom of the league every single year. How many teams are bidding for Vandy? You think? <laughs> yeah, I just think I was like, "Yo, you need uh, you need Vandy in there in our pod." Um, yeah. Other than that, uh, you know, it's, it's the SEC. I just think what's going to end up happening is with Texas and Oklahoma coming, uh, competition, recruiting, like everything goes up a notch. Competition goes up a notch. That's hard to imagine from the level that it's already at in the SEC. You got the highest paid coaches with you know the best recruiting schools with the most tradition, all in the same leagues and divisions. Um, I, I could see it either way. Honestly, I could see it either way. I can make an argument for both. For three and six and for one and seven. Uh ultimately, I think what's more most important is how how they end up deciding a champion with these schedules, which is do we follow the pack model 
where they've essentially eliminated divisions and said, hey, we're just going to take the two highest winning percentages and put those in our championship game every year. Uh, I don't know if the I don't know if the SEC has announced how they're going to handle that, but ultimately, that's really really all I care about is how are they going to take? Are they taking pod champions and then having a playoff? Uh, what what does well, that look like? That's that's well, going to be the next say, next, next part of the yeah. <laughs> that's that's going to be the next part of what I want to get into because it kind of matters in this discussion, right? Yeah, like, for sure. Right. Yeah. So one of the things that they talked about that I was I was reading on ESPN in. They talked about having an intra-SEC playoff. So I think what they're going to do is play like four games. You'll have, I guess, your top four in each division would face each other. Mm-hmm. So or like one, one idea that, that was tossed out was like for last year, you would have Georgia going, on, going playing against Mississippi State. Uh, Bama would face off against Missouri. Uh, Ole Miss would play Tennessee, and then Kentucky would play Arkansas, right? Based on how they finished in their respective uh, divisions, and so taking a week off, I guess in between or the next week or whatever, that would lead you almost up until the, like the New Year's when a lot of bowls have started, and right. so I did a lot of reading on on this and. Sankey, I'm going to have to try to start. I know we have a Thanos on our team, but it seems like Sankey is Thanos of league commissioners because he wanted to have a extend the college football playoff to 12 teams. And it seems like other commissioners got together and kind of shot that down. And so he's like, oh, okay, well, I'll make my own playoff and get even more powerful as a conference. And so with this model, like what I guess my question is, what will that if if the SEC was to go to a inter intra intra conference playoff, what is the impact on the rest of college football as a result of that? Young athletes need the tools for success on the field and on the court. And now more than ever in the arena of business. In the new era of name, image, and likeness, Athletic Architects is here for young athletes and parents to help prepare for your financial futures. Let Athletic Architects start helping you build your house. Visit buildthehouse.com and let's build together. Like, what does uh, what will other conferences have to do? And, and again, you're talking about whoever wins this this conference will have played with 15 games already coming out of the SEC. Mm. Well, they've got to do what the inevitable and sign a buddy deal between the Big Ten and Pac-12. That means absolutely nothing. That's what they've got to do because that worked, right? Didn't they sign that? Say, we are committed to, to joining forces and nothing else is what they said after the, the Oklahoma and Texas news dropped. And I, they were trying to brace for this. They were trying to brace that whole deal that the Big Ten announced with the Pac-12, like they were going to oh, do something. Call it, they call it the alliance, I believe. That, was that it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. Oh. That, was, that, was, that, that was cringy when you said that. I, I, yeah. I was like, ooh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's not, not good marketing material. They're trying to protect because they know that the biggest programs 
the the majority of the the meaningful programs would be in the SEC once Oklahoma and Texas join in whatever year is going to be twenty twenty four five whatever. Clemson, Ohio State at present, and maybe USC now, maybe we'll see, are the outliers. But we still have more meaningful, more significant programs inside the conference once Oklahoma and Texas join than we do outside the conference, even right. with Texas not being that great, even with Oklahoma being consistently good but not great. There's no way to defend against this if you're not inside the SEC. And what this does is, just in case all you guys want to get shaky, just in case Ohio State wants to make a little noise, wants to try to fight back, I can sell my conference playoff for major money because I've got the significant programs. You've got nothing. You've got a Big Ten where every time they gather their conference, whoever you send to the playoff is getting waxed. You've got a uh, Pac-12 who has been insignificant since the USC era ended under Pete Carroll. And you've got an ace, a Big 12 who Oklahoma's always been in the conversation, but again, they're coming under the, the roof with us. You've got Clemson almost entirely by themselves holding up the ACC that may be different with Miami. We will see. NIL and a better coach can do a lot of work. Um, they would be defenseless if we decided to run an intra-conference playoff and sell it to the networks because who is going to watch a playoff absent of Alabama or Georgia or Oklahoma or, I mean, that's three of the seven teams who have been in the playoffs the last seven years. What are you going to do? Who's going to be in there? The runner-up from the ACC? They're doomed, and they know it. And Sankey knows it, which is why he's trying to get this thing going and let everybody know, like, we don't even need y'all anymore. What this, another thing this might do, this might help us add a new member or two. Maybe oh, we can solve that yeah. South Carolina Clemson schedule debacle by letting them on in the house. I think that if they do, if they do, and that was something else that was talked about. Like you could potentially, you can potentially grab another school mm-hmm. in the next few years because of this, likely an ACC school. Mm-hmm. I just like, what does it do to the national championship picture, though, is my question. We are the national mm. championship picture. We are. I mean, not Auburn, yeah. but the, the SEC will be. <laughs> yeah, I, just, I mean, I, I just think that it, it opens the door for a bunch of people being having this debatable conversation about, well, if we had a chance to play them, we would have beat them. It's like, no, you wouldn't, but okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, and again, like, again, if you go to three, the three and six model, that hurts Florida State and Clemson. Mm-hmm. Don't you think they would want in on this if Come you're already losing in. your B? Like, it's, it, it'd almost be like a chess move if you're Sankey to go three and six because all you're doing is going to siphon off other big programs who mm-hmm. miss out on playing in the SEC or playing right. SEC teams. So it's, it's, it's interesting. Um, it's interesting to see what if they actually go through with the playoff. And apparently Sankey was kind of upset about the whole ordeal with them shooting down the the expansion talk on the playoffs. Like expanding it to 12. Like he felt that he felt some kind of way. So obviously he's really trying to push and this. He wants more of his teams in the college football yeah. playoff. Half of if we if it was a 12 team playoff, six teams are gonna be SEC teams. Yeah. And the rest of the country is man, and we're getting how many yeah. millions per mm-hmm. per game on TV? Man, we'd be racking up. Yeah, I just think um, ultimately 
whatever the system is, it just has to ensure that we get our two best teams into the SEC championship game. Because in that model, I think even the runner-up has a chance to still sneak in the playoff. Yeah, yeah. SEC runner-up has a chance to uh, sneak in the playoff. So you have one that dominates the season, makes it all the way to the SEC championship game, wins a mini playoff, and that winner is not the team that dominated, but that dominated that dominating team still gets in. Mm-hmm. You know, a la Bama and Georgia all over again, right? Yeah. So. I just, I mean, it's another way for them to make sure that they're maximizing the chance that even the SEC runner-up gets into the playoff. I, I, I don't know. I, I'm worried about player health when it comes to playing too many games. That's my, like, that's why I'm saying, yeah. like, you, you're, you're playing a lot of games. more games in that scenario, and I just don't know how that benefits you. So, it would have yeah. to be, it would have to be an eight-team schedule. It, it would have to be. you eight-team conference schedule. I mean, yeah, I don't know how you do nine with a playoff. Right. Right. It's right. hard to do even eight. I mean, you just only one game. But, yeah, it, it'll, that'll be insane. And then whatever the college football playoff is, you're talking about potentially 17 games for the national champion coming out of the SEC. That's an NFL schedule. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So right, like oh man, I don't know, dude. And 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 then going in, I don't, I just don't know. I, you know, with with the other logistics around class schedules and finals, and like, I mean, I just, I wonder how all that is going to work. It's a lot of football to be played. Ultimately, we've seen what those extra games can do to some of the teams that make it. You know, Bama had to play the national championship game without their best receiver. They played a lot of football, and then they got to the championship game and. Jameson Williams wasn't available. It definitely had an effect on that game. So uh, we'll see. We'll see how they work it out. Ultimately, I'm not super mad getting to watch more football, especially if we make it. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, like, how much more important is depth going to be if you're one of those teams? Yeah, right. I, I right. guess it's just what do you value? Do you value the opportunity to make more money because there's more games? Or do you want quality product in that your player safety is a focus and then you have these great games because your best players are healthy? Right. Mm-hmm. So it's just like which which one which one is it when you when you talk about so it, it just seems like a power play, obviously, on, on Sankey's part, but it'll be interesting to see what comes out of the meetings next week in Destin. You are, you now, are now listening, listening to, to- 